Today we're talking about Blade Runner 2049, our console exclusive is a bad thing, and is Vice City a sequel? All this and more. This is Nerds with Mics. Hey everyone, I'm Justin. I'm Travis. And I'm Maxwell. And this is episode 71 of Nerds with Mikes, a podcast about movies, TV shows, games, technology, love and loss, and more. Today's episode is recorded on October 8th, 2017. You didn't know I put that in there. Uh, we'd like to take a moment to thank Justin McElroy for joining us last week. Uh, yes. We hope you enjoyed that episode. We know we did. It's yep. great. Uh, we'd also like to take a moment to ask you to subscribe and leave us a review, uh, but most importantly, share us yeah. with your friends, family, or enemies. <laughs> or enemies. Uh, with everyone. Your neighbor, <laughs> your vet. I don't care. Your loved one. <laughs> Travis, you took your dog to the vet, and you told your, your vet. Yep. I said, thanks uh, for fixing my dog. Uh, here's a podcast you might love. And he's listening. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but anyway, I don't care about talking about that anymore. Let's find out what you all have been doing. Maxwell. Um. Well, I watched uh, Blade Runner 2049, which was a good movie, and we'll dig into that a little bit later. Uh, Travis, you watched it. Justin, you didn't, right? I did not. Okay. I'm going to not dig into anything. <laughs> I'll ask Kayla this. Um, and I've also been playing Overwatch because I'm obsessed. Are you excited for the 10th? Um, for the Halloween update? Yeah. Yeah, yeah it's going to be great. Yep. I'm looking forward to getting all the skins. <laughs> so you asked Four us skins. a question. <laughs> oh, gross. Uh, <laughs> you asked us a question the other day about game sharing. Did you find the perfect match? Uh, yeah, actually, I was able to figure it out thanks to you guys, and uh, we got it all set up. I like and, how Travis and said, we got all the games now. That's great. Yeah, that's awesome. I like how Travis said the only downside is is if if I buy something it downloads on his PS4. I'm like, that's the greatest part about that's it. That's the whole I don't point to, of the thing. Yeah, I don't have to go home and then download it and well, wait to play it. I can <laughs> when, just play it when I get home. When you had an internet cap, it was very inconvenient. Well, so I'd be like, oh man, I'm almost at max, and I get on. There's like three. Uh, 60 gig games that download I didn't know about. Well, you know, you're welcome. <laughs> yeah. As as uh, from the movie Moana, you're welcome. <laughs> fair enough, fair enough. Uh, Travis, what have you been up to? Uh, like Maxwell, I also went and seen Blade Runner 2049, uh, which we'll get into here in a little bit. Um, playing some Destiny 2 still. Um, other than that, that's pretty much it other than work. It's been pretty much... A lot of the same. Oh, and you were saying uh, Destiny 2, but I forgot to say that I also downloaded the Battlefield 2 beta, which has been great. It's way better than the first one. Yep. And you could use that as a transition now. I will transition and engage. <laughs> um, yes, so I have been playing some games. I have been playing uh, Forza 7, which I was on the fence about getting, and it's actually really good. I prefer the Horizon games, but it's, for the motorsports games, this is my new favorite one. Um, I haven't played the Star Wars Battlefront 2 beta. I think it is a major improvement over the first, and I'm very excited to continue playing it when it comes out in November. I know Maxwell might disagree with me, but we'll talk about that. Yeah. Oh, uh, go ahead. So, yeah, the the first-person, third-person setup in the new one, I, I just do not like this game at all. But when it comes to the space combat, I think it's phenomenal, and it's substantially better uh, than the first one. Yeah, I actually haven't got a chance to do that yet. Oh, it's great. I've just done the the boots do, on the ground. Do they have any of the levels where you can actually fly your ship inside of like a bigger ship and then yeah. get out and run around? Yeah. Oh, man. Battlefront 2, they had that, and it was oh awesome. Oh, my gosh. That sounds great. Yeah. They actually reactivated the online game. I hope this isn't a story. <laughs> they reactivated the online gameplay for the original Battlefront 2 on PC. I've seen that. Which I might have to 
dust that one off of my Steam library. This seems like to be the year of sequels. Yes. Yeah. Sequels. Anyway, yeah. I have been playing that, and then I've been watching <laughs> The Good Place and Parks and Rec and American Vandal. <laughs> Which is so good. Yes, it's great. <laughs> it is so good. Uh, and then yesterday, I spent seven hours trying to get this bad boy uh, activated on LTE. So that was the whole day, pretty much. So do you want to yep, you want to tell the people that aren't uh, watching? Oh yeah, you're right. <laughs> uh, you know, I'm not going to tell them. I'm going to let their uh, their draw their own conclusions. Maybe it'll be your pick of the week. I no, it's not. Uh, it's my Apple Watch. <laughs> yeah, it's an Apple Watch uh, Series Three LTE model. Um, I got it from a Best Buy Mobile in Lexington and he didn't activate it and he actually put a future date on it for November 6th so if I wouldn't have wow. called and jumped through hoops I wouldn't have been able to activate it till November that 6th the worst so thanks Best Buy mobile guy <laughs> so I, you need to do me a favor okay and when you actually start using this yeah. and let me know what the LTE is like just leave your phone behind yeah um, so if you don't have your phone I want to know what the battery life is actually going to be like on this one I've heard LTE only is very rough. Um, I will say, however, my see my old Series One, it was only lasting like six or seven hours by the time I got rid of it. This watch, I've had it on all day. I'm at eighty three percent. That's actually really good because yeah. I'm still using the first generation. That thing doesn't last like fifty percent, maybe. And I'm ready to just at this point hang this thing up on the wall, and mm-hmm. when it's dead, go back to some normal watches. Because at this point, like I don't, I, it's usually on muted or something, and the only thing I want is the fitness. It's like a five hundred dollar piece of a Fitbit or something. Yeah, <laughs> might that be piece of Fitbit. Yeah. So yeah, so to, I'd be interested in just let me know how that uh, LTE works out. Just use it a full day by itself. Let me know. Okay. Sounds I will good. tell you to check out. Uh, I just seen at work, we got a bunch of new Garmin watches in, uh, and we got a, a bunch of Garmin watches that look like regular watches, but then have a small little window at the bottom that shows like your text messages and weather and stuff like that, but it tracks your fitness, but it looks just like a regular watch. Nice. Uh, so that may be something you want to look into. My grandfather kinda... might like that. <laughs> I was talking about Maxwell <laughs> likes regular watches. I'm just kidding. All right. Well. Well. Max, that's what we've been up to. Yeah. And you were going to say something. I was just going to say, I think Maxwell has our first, uh, our topic, so to All speak. Right. Uh, Blade Runner 2049. We both watched that. Yes. But we were like a thousand miles apart, so we didn't get to actually watch it together, but we were there in spirit because that's friendship. <laughs> that is true. And that's how you're supposed yep. to do it. So um, we're going to share our opinions with Travis. I need you to go first. And I want to hear what you have to say because you had to wait till today to hear mine. And I want to know what yours is. I know I'm kind of nervous because I'm afraid you're going to feel like the exact opposite about uh, the movie. Maybe. We don't know. Okay. Uh, true, true love right spoiler there. Spoiler free, I assume, right? Because Justin's not seen it. Well, I'll be honest with you. You're not going to go see it. No. Okay. I do. Well, a lot of it will be based on what you say here. Okay. And I don't mind spoilers. Spoil away if you want to. Whatever you think will be engaging. For the so I want to start out by saying, uh, and I have not seen the original. Okay. I have not. Uh, I heard crazy. that if I watch it, I need to watch, I think it's the director's cut. Is that right? Yeah, definitely. Always the yeah. director's cut. <laughs> well, this, well, the original Blade Runner it holds the title for being re-released like the most times of different versions and all that stuff. So um, as far as the movie goes, uh, the cinematography and just the set pieces and the way the movie looked was one of the best I think I've ever seen. As far as just like the overall look and feel, the lighting effects that they did, just some of the set pieces they had was just phenomenal. Um, 
The characters, obviously, you're talking Harrison Ford and Ryan Gosling. I think both killed it, in my opinion. Um, the story, I think, uh, even somebody that hadn't seen the original, uh, it was not hard for me to follow. The guy that I went and seen it with basically just gave me the overarching theme uh, of the original about Harrison Ford's character and what the movie was about, all that stuff. So I went into it knowing the premise of the first movie. I didn't feel confused at any point in time. Uh, the only thing that I still don't think that was answered that also wasn't answered in the first movie is, is Harrison Ford a replicant? I don't know. But, uh, as far as the story, I, I, I think Ryan Gosling did a great job. I like the story with him thinking that he was possibly Harrison Ford's child just to find out that he wasn't Harrison Ford's Whoa, child. Whoa, spoilers, dude. You just said <laughs> I could spoil kidding. away. Yeah, we're good, we're good. Um, and the <laughs> fact that Harrison Ford's daughter used Ryan Gosling as a vessel to basically go find her father, well, I thought was pretty cool. Yeah. Um, the uh, the uh, Jared Leto's character, I thoroughly enjoyed him in this movie much more than him as the Joker, <laughs> which obviously wouldn't take that much. Yeah, uh, for sure. But uh, I just thought overall, um, I I really felt for Ryan Gosling in this movie. He had a really shitty life in this movie uh, because where he was a replicant, which is a non-human, he's basically kind of a humanoid that goes and and hunts old versions of replicants that. Uh, basically revolt. Anyways, uh, he basically has a, a fake girlfriend, like a girlfriend that's basically like a projection. And she gets upgraded to something that's more physical uh, just to find out that he thought she was special. And then he finds out that that she he's not any more special to anybody that also has a version of this girlfriend, right? So he feels like his whole life is just a lie by this oh point, right? Um, and he just constantly is getting crapped on throughout the movie. But uh, he perseveres uh, with what he wants to do. But it's, I don't know, just overall, I walked away from the movie thinking that this is one of the best sci-fi movies I've seen in a long time. Uh, I also didn't know that that movie was directed by the same director that did the... Uh, what was it? The one with Amy Adams and the aliens. Arrival. The Arrival. I didn't know that that was the same director. Um, but overall, I was pleased with the movie. I thought it was really good. So, Maxwell? Uh, yeah. So, like you were saying, I mean, the environment in this movie was just absolutely stunning. And it, honestly, it's a lot like the first one. They, they did a really good job of making it uh, feel like this world existed. And even though it's you know uh in the future and the technology is all crazy but um this one even more so you're fully emerged in it it feels like it's a real place i would love to be able to experience um when it comes really? to the story it's i think the part that's harder for me like i i i know it's a lot like the first one where that movie is it was a really long movie and if you go into it expecting a lot of action and stuff you're not going to get it that's not the kind of movie it is uh i think this had more action in a way than the first one but um like you said like it's the story of ryan gosson's character it's it's he goes through a lot of pain and, and hurt uh emotionally more so than it seems like where um harrison ford in the first one was physically struggling like he was not a tough um cop which made that movie great because it wasn't a story that you would expect right he doesn't go into it being this hard ass that can just beat everybody up uh you're a typical hero um but that movie he did in the director's cut they do make it more clear that he's a replicant 
but the other versions are kind of guessing whether or not he is. There's like some dream uh, connections and stuff where you think that, okay, he could be uh, a replicant. But I just, I don't think this, uh, I, I, if I had to rate it, I honestly, I don't think at this point that I can. Maybe I need more time to think about it, but um, I feel like there's, it's, there's other movies that would be movie of the year. Maybe Thor. Yeah. Okay, what's the, what's the, What's the yeah. Rotten Tomato score? I'm just curious. Uh, I've actually... Well, and it actually didn't do well at the box office this weekend at all. No. Which is crazy. Really? Yeah, and I don't know why. Like, really. That's surprising. Yeah. So, I don't know if it was just the timing or what it was. Just 31 million plus, it looks like. Yeah. Wow. Yep, that's what it's oh. at right now is... Uh, Sci-fi, I think... Would, I mean, unless it's like Star Wars or Star Trek would be such a hard genre to really lock down, though. Right. Um... Plus, with the crowd, like if like if younger people hadn't seen the original, they may not be interested in going and seeing like this one. As far as you said, Harrison Ford did a great job in the movie. I honestly don't agree with that. I think that he was just, hey, you know what? I'm in this for the money, and I don't really want to be here because he kind of does that in. If you watch any of his interviews, that's exactly how he acts. He does kind of suck, doesn't he? Yeah, I don't. He's like a dick for whatever reason, but. I mean, I guess right. he just wants to make that money. Right. Uh, 89% on Rotten Tomatoes and uh, 84% for the audience is Which, what it is. I guess that's fair. That's pretty close. Yeah. I, one of the two more things that I kind of appreciate about the movie. One, um, I like the fact that this movie takes place in the timeline of the movie 30 years after the original movie. Uh, even though it's been technically 35 and a half years since the original movie in real time. Mm-hmm. Um, the technology in the movie doesn't seem like it's far from what they used in the original movie, which is kind of cool. They kind of try to keep that very similar. Um, but one thing that uh, I was watching an interview that I kind of took away from the movie was that the environment itself is kind of like, because I know that one of the hot topics right now is global warming, right? And just the way that the earth, the direction that the earth is kind of going in. And that was one of the things they said for this movie is it all, it uses realistic places. Like it takes place in California and they, and they go to a couple different areas, but like just the overall condition of, of the earth, so to speak is in that state because of kind of the direction the earth is going. So I thought that was kind of cool and, and relevant. Yeah. So it was like San Diego. It's either, it's like a nuclear disaster of some sort either from a bomb right. or a plant or yeah whatever it could have been but so yeah. is that but then like you also see at any point there's fog there's rain and there's snow all within kind of the surrounding area so it's just they just kind of let you know that things are different than it used to be so all right well justin i know that you can't really add any more of those conversations but, no, I, but I definitely from both of you i am intrigued i was, I was intrigued before and it is one that i want to <laughs> see i just kind of want to see the first one first yeah. because i've never seen it well last week um, they actually on the opening they did a uh, double features in the theaters oh, I didn't know yeah that. well it's regal theater oh, you yeah. know we don't have that here come on well right yeah <laughs> and if you had a regal they probably wouldn't have done it up there anyway yeah, probably not no. um all right well maxwell uh, so it's my I'm, turn again. I'm not. I'm not done hearing you talk. All right. Hello. <laughs> Did you guys ever see Pirates of the Caribbean movies? Yes. And Justin, I'm going to assume you have not seen them. Uh, uh, Any of them? <laughs> I never saw the first one, okay. and then I saw the second one, and I liked it. And then I saw the third one, and hated it. And then I think there's a fourth one. The fourth one is terrible, and I haven't seen the fifth one. <laughs> Oh, there's a fifth one. Yeah. Good God. I may have gotten the ones I've seen out of order then. 
I don't really know. Well, you need to go back and watch the first one because it's actually really, really good. Um, but Gore Verbinski was the director, and he may be taking out one of the greatest challenges yet. He's going to do the standalone Gambit movie with Channing Tatum. This movie has struggled to find a director and gain traction since 2015 when the director of Planet of the Apes, Rupert Wyatt, backed out. I'm not sure if you guys saw the latest plot rumor, but it may be an Ocean Eleven-style heist movie. Which, I mean, didn't we already see him yeah. in a movie like that? Right? So, what was that? Uh, one NASCAR. Um, uh, uh, Logan Lucky. Lucky. Lucky Logan. Yeah. Oh, just oh, Lucky. Is it? That was Logan Lucky. I don't know. Logan and Lucky, whatever. <laughs> it doesn't matter. <laughs> but, uh, For some reason, when I think of that movie, I also think of the uh, Masterminds movie. Yes. Oh, my God. Yeah. That was a good movie, too. It's like a fart transplant. <laughs> that was like the only good part of that yeah. uh, movie, though. But, I mean, since that, I, I feel better about Channing Tatum being in movies. I just, man, when this first came out, what, like a year ago when we talked about it, he was like the last guy I wanted to be uh, as Gamba. But he's the biggest reason why this movie's gaining any traction, though. And the last time we had that, we got a uh, a Deadpool movie. Yeah. yeah. So he could be the best bet about this movie. I mean, that's, you know, we got to be thankful for Ryan yeah. Reynolds. I still, uh, number one for me is I still don't know how I feel about Chanum being in that role. To about be. who? Chanum. <laughs> Channing Channing Tatums. Channing Tatum. Yeah. I just don't know how I feel about him even being in that role. Uh, honestly, just when I picture him and I think about him as Gambit, I just don't see it. Mm-hmm. Um, the guy, I actually thought the guy that played Gambit in the Wolverine movie, uh, was it the origin story or whatever? Yeah. I actually thought that was okay for as little as you saw him but uh but but for him to have him playing but also to be doing this in the theme of a like a heist movie i just don't see how that fits into the universe right well they also said rogue one was going to be a heist movie and while it kind of was it didn't really feel like one at least i didn't think it did and speaking of uh wolverine actually you know who wants to be the new wolverine all um, of us it's the guy <laughs> um oh god what is his name now i can't think of it uh Benedict Cumberbatch. No. <laughs> what a bizarre Wolverine he would make. Yeah, that'd be weird. Um, no, it's uh, Eastwood. Um, what's his first name? Eastwood's son. Scott. Is it Scott? I don't know. Yeah. There's a Scott Eastwood. I guess that's him. That's probably it. Scott. Yeah, it's Scott Eastwood. Okay. Well, he's the one that wants to be, and I'm just, that is not a guy that I'd be ready for that uh, role to be taken by. And it's just something about him. I mean, he's... Not the greatest actor, but he's not terrible. He's just in a lot of uh, like supporting roles right now. Right. Yeah. Right. I, do you know much about Gambit? Not much. I'm not. I was never a huge X Men universe guy. The most I know about Gambit is from the '90s cartoon X Men. That's about as much as I know about him. So, you know, I mean, there's probably a lot more of the backstory to him that I don't know about. So, obviously, going the house the heist route, knowing that he's a thief, that might be a good idea. Yeah. But when I think about heist and I think about Ocean's Eleven, I just, I don't know, I, I just can't see those two things yeah. going together. So it's really strange. So, all right, Justin? Well, let's get our uh, our brains working a little bit. Yeah? Let's do some math problems. No, <laughs> just kidding. Uh, the developers of PUBG said they're looking into making a PS4 version. However, 
Microsoft is now trying to lock down the game for at least a year to make it exclusive to Xbox. Exclusive. Now, I do think having console exclusives is a good idea. You know, it's something that sets the console apart. Xbox has Halo, Forza, uh, Sea of Thieves. Gears of War. Uh, yeah, Gears of War. Uh, PS4 has God of War, Last of Us, Uncharted. Um, I don't know, Gran Turismo, but they probably don't want to claim that one anymore. Um, however, there's one thing I do disagree with, and that is uh, when they make game content console exclusives or a timed exclusive. Uh, Destiny 1 was notoriously bad at that, and I actually just found this out. The final piece of timed DLC exclusive for Destiny 1 just came out on Xbox last week. Wow. That game's been out for a After year. Destiny 2 came out, it's been out for a month, yeah. So I kind of feel like... When they do this time DLC content, especially with games like that, they are really alienating an entire group of players who maybe can't afford both consoles. Um, it's like, I know it it's all about money at the end, so if Sony says, I'm going to pay you X amount of dollars to keep your Destiny content over here for a year, you know, they're going to do it. But I just really feel like that's really crappy to the consumers. What do you all think? Well, <coughs> oh, Jesus, Travis, are you dying? Yeah, sorry. Oh, gosh. Well, don't die, because we need you. But, um, no, I think with Destiny, it's probably that whole Bungie thing with Microsoft, because after all those Halo yeah. games, they were probably like, well, we screw you guys. Right. And we want to just do our own thing for a little bit. And and, um, and some of it wasn't even, like, like cosmetic things. There were quests that have been locked yeah. down until this past week. Yeah, there was an exclusive strike uh, that you got for the PS4 version that, that has... It's probably in the Xbox version now, but I remember specifically talking to friends that had the Xbox version of the game saying, this is one of my favorite strikes, so I have no idea what you're talking about. I mean, I get it. Sony may have paid more to get this content, right? But as consumers, they are paying the same amount to get that content also. Right. I just, if I think, I mean, it's just not fair to the consumer. And I think it's it's just because PlayStation's better than Xbox. False. Travis. <laughs> well, I was just going to ask, are, are we talking specifically about in-game content? Because I don't like the timed exclusives either. I think the rise of the okay. Tomb Raider nonsense where it was on Xbox right. for a whole year was garbage. However, it came out on PlayStation a year later, I think, with all the DLC and the VR mode. Right. For Was it a discounted price or was I think it the full was, price? I think it was... I think it was discounted because I bought it. Rise of the Tomb Raider. When it came out, was it Was it 60 or was it discounted? Like 49 or something. Yeah. So it came with all the DLC. So in a way, that kind of makes it better. But people who bought Destiny 1 when it came out paid $60 on both consoles and did not get the same yeah. kind of content growth. Well, and in all fairness, the game on both consoles was garbage when it first came out. I agree. And then... 100%. And then yeah. you had to pay... They should have thrown in... Yep, the extra DLC. Yeah, yeah. you're right. But wasn't even that DLC timed? Are we talking about Destiny still? Yeah, wasn't that DLC time it for was. the first uh, expansion? The expansion, yeah. Yeah, so I mean, it's just... You know, Justin Justin uh, is listening to this episode, not yeah. you, and he's just, his blood's boiling. He's just like, how could he call that the worst game generation? <laughs> These guys learn nothing. I, uh, well, no, I'm not trashing the game. I'm trashing this practice for all games, because uh, Dragon Age has done this. Yep. Uh, Titanfall 1 never even released on PS4, but then 2 did. I don't, I think that's dumb. If you're going to be a console exclusive, commit. Don't yeah. jump back and forth. And that's like the original Splinter Cells were locked down to Xbox for the longest time. And then uh, the original Mass Effects were locked down to Xbox for the longest time. Yeah. But you're talking about PUBG here, which is PC the, biggest first. Game, the biggest game on Steam. And you're talking about taking away an entire group of people on, 
on uh, PlayStation, a group of people who desperately want a third-person shooter because that's where the SOCOM fans are. Uh, but, I mean, you're talking about potentially not giving them this game for another year. Yeah. I don't... I think it's a bad idea. Like, the in-game content, like, exclusive t- exclusivity, I guess is what the word I'm trying to use. Exclusivity. I don't know. It's a hard word yeah, to say. I don't know. I'm with you on that one. We <laughs> but, uh, it together. Yeah. But, um... That I get maybe for like pre-order bonuses and things like that. Like maybe have different ones per console, mm-hmm. but like, and maybe even like a month. Yeah, like they had to wait a month, but they had to wait years. To yeah, this content. I think waiting any longer than a month is crazy. Yeah. Um, I am not a fan of that at all. But what I'm even more not a fan of is games that aren't exclusives being held on another console for a year, like PUBG. Yeah. Like, that is a bigger deal to me because... because, Yeah, it's a terrible idea. Yeah, because, like, the thing is, is, like, I want to play... Like, if I'm Little Jimmy... (laughs) That's your new name now, Little Jimmy. (laughs) If my name's name's Little Jimmy... (laughs) It is your name now. (laughs) And uh, from now on, call me Little Jimmy. Okay. Um, But uh, in all I have is a PS4. I don't have a PC. I don't have an Xbox. And I want to play PUBG. What am I supposed to do? Yeah, all my cool friends on the Xbox are playing it, but little Jimmy over here in the corner, I can't talk to my friends I feel like about it. You're talking it. from experience here. I was always the last kid to get picked. Well, up I mean, you're buying all your games on Xbox now, so I figured maybe you was, you're feeling you're nah, really bro. personally affected by this. Nah, story. bro. But no, I he's on I, Xbox every night. Not every night. <laughs> it pops on. All right, but one of the things that, like I said, I'm not a fan of is when the console exclusive, well, not console exclusive games, but like PUBG. Is kept on a console for a year. Not a huge fan of that. Um, like I said, little Jimmy, he just wants to play and be able to talk to his friends yeah. about it. Well, I, and, and this is why the only reason I even want a PC is for player unknown. Or an Xbox One. What is it? Or an Xbox One. Well, I don't know about that. But a PlayStation would be great. And if, for it to get pushed another year, I mean, it's yeah. crazy because you got to think, like, after a year of it coming out, is it even still going to have the um, uh, people playing it as the much? The population's going to fizzle. Yeah, yeah, and and not only that, but I, I think it's easy if easy for us, oh well, Maxwell and I, not necessarily you, but it's easy for us to want to point the finger at Microsoft and say it's their fault. But at the end of the day, it's all the developers' responsibility if yep. they want it to go to the other console. At the end of the day, yep, because they're the ones making those deals. Look and at- and with like sorry with the, the EA games, they have EA access on Xbox One, and. It's a really good deal. It's $30 a year. You get a ton of games that are free in the vault, and then you get to play every EA game like four days early. And that's and all you get a Xbox discount for D- buying them digitally. Yeah, it's like eight bucks off. Yeah. Um, well, and imagine that you are a game developer or whatever, and you got this new game, and you got Microsoft, Sony, everybody coming at you, which, I mean, I guess you could start, some of them start on PC and then move over. I don't know why they later yeah. have to. But you don't need a dev kit for PC. Okay. Well, yeah, I guess that makes sense. So if you have Microsoft coming to you, right, and they're saying, well, we'll keep you for a year, but you're going to get all this money, that's going to get you your ground a running. You're going to hit the ground a running. <laughs> that's true. As they say. So you got that's all fair. that money now, um, where otherwise you may have been, oh, we got to get like all these sponsors, we got to put Pepsi and Taco Bell in our game so that we can get some <laughs> money. And, you know, that's its own struggle. <laughs> Eat a burrito and get some special edition armor. <laughs> exactly, yeah. Um, the Baja Blast armor. But if if they are going to give you that kind of money, would you not 
say, all right, well, now we got it. We got the funding, especially after Absolutely. watching Silicon Valley. That's... <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> I, I mean, okay. If I am an up and coming developer, I absolutely take that money. But however, if I'm Activision or EA yeah. or whoever, I don't really need it. And I think I'd benefit more from getting the money from the consumer. At but that my point. question is with the success they've seen on PC, do they need anybody's money? Uh, well, that game's still kind of rough. I mean, it is, <laughs> but they've already made like close to $5 million. That's true. I mean, I don't know. I know Microsoft at Gamescom whenever he came out and talked with them, said that Microsoft was basically giving them the a key to all of their resources to make the game run better. So I kind of figured then something's going down. Yeah. yeah. But And I think the thing is, is if Microsoft is... Uh, Microsoft is obviously a smart company. Uh, and if they see the success of PUBG on the PC platform, uh, and they obviously see the crowd that that brings... Yeah. Why? Why wouldn't you want that on an Xbox? Exactly. Because because if people don't already own a console, yeah. like uh, maybe this is the type of game that would have somebody pull the trigger and buy and one. And with the Xbox One uh, X, whatever yeah. letter it is, uh, yeah. coming out, the X stands that, for exclusive. That's the yeah, that's the time to do it, I guess. Yeah. My only question is, is like, and this kind of stems from this. Uh, so there's always been a huge debate about cross-platforming, yeah. right? Uh, we know that PlayStation really isn't. About that life, which is very frustrating. However, do you think this conversation would be different if if, uh, PlayStation and Xbox had cross-play compatibility that was already established? Do you think this would be an issue? Or do you think there would be more No, I think you're right. I think at that point, it's just fair game. Well, I don't know. You know, that kind of makes sense. That's Because Sony is the one shutting that down, and Sony is often the ones with the DLC content exclusives. Xbox is usually the one with the game exclusives, uh, timed exclusives anyway. But you can't have a player from each console facing off against each other with an unfair disadvantage because one of them was able to buy something and the other one simply was not allowed to. So none of that would would literally kill all of this. Mm Mm-hmm. And the th- and it's very challenging <clears throat> if you have cross-platform between console and PC because typically anybody that gets really good with a keyboard and mouse is always going to beat out somebody that has yep. a controller in oh, their yeah. hands. So at that point, do you make just the console versions cross-compatible and leave the PC just kind of by itself? Or what does that look like? You so. know, I've, always, I've also always had this theory that Sony – so there was – whenever Uncharted 4 got delayed – the timing of it was very suspicious to the announcement of exclusive DLC for uh, the upcoming Call of Duty game. And I thought, I wonder if, because it was supposed to come out that holiday season, same time as Call of Duty, yeah. and they got pushed to spring. And I wondered if part of the stipulations was, well, yeah, we'll give you our exclusive content, but we don't want any competition from you. Yeah. So I've, I've always kind of thought that. Dirty pull. I know. I mean, it could be a complete conspiracy theory because I'm crazy, but you and Alex Jones both. We are bros. No, we are not. I can't even, I can't even say that with a straight face. Uh. Speaking of conspiracy theorists, Maxwell, you have the next story. Oh man! So like, I love the Alien franchise big time. Well, sixty percent of it, maybe. To love it, one must accept it, but also yes. think of Alien Resurrection as a fan-made film that you just happen to watch on YouTube one day. And that Alien Covenant was only a 30-minute part in the middle of another movie that was really otherwise poor. Um, Unfortunately, Ridley Scott wants to make uh, fans hate the franchise with his latest comments. In an interview, he said, 
that he wants to steer the story away from the xenomorph because he feels like we already have that story told and we have the, uh, the origin of it. And he wants to follow more androids. So does this mean more like David on David action, more one-armed flute playing, <laughs> solos? I mean, I just, while Michael Fassbender is great and he did a good job in the movie, uh, I, I just, unless it's a totally different name and it just happens to be in that universe and otherwise you wouldn't have thought that they were connected and you'd have to go, oh, look at all those little Easter eggs. They are connected in the same universe. I just don't want this shit to exist. <laughs> yeah. I think if... Uh... I think using the alien name, kind of like the alien covenant, like if they continue to do that and then just do uh, stories about the androids, but still try to associate it with that. I just, I think they need to completely go away from that. If that's something they want to do to me, it's not aliens without an alien. And you know what I mean? Yeah. Um, And Prometheus was technically a prequel to alien covenant, which is just fucking weird. That should have, at that point should have been called alien Prometheus. Um, does that mean the next one would be called Alien Colon? There aren't any in this one. Yeah, <laughs> Alien. Yeah, I don't. I don't know. Uh, but I'm not. That was one of the things that I found that I like least about the newest movie is the the whole story between the androids. I mean, it was okay, but like when they landed on that first planet and you seen the aliens for the first time and all that stuff started to happen. That's when I enjoyed the movie the most. Once they went up and met up with the second android, that's when I started to care about the movie uh, the least because it was more about those two specifically. Right. And Um, and the original Alien movie, which was Ridley Scott, uh, was a horror movie. Yeah. And when it came out, it definitely felt that way and it crossed over to sci-fi and had this beautiful mix. Um, I just, like you're saying, I don't think that happened. Once it started getting into the later part of the movie, it was more of a a story, I guess. Because... Because a lot of the early reviews that we were seeing, Maxwell, correct me if I'm wrong, said that uh, you're wrong. That this this movie was supposed to really return to its horror roots, and I didn't necessarily feel that. No, just that 30 minutes. Yeah, so uh, where they felt like they were becoming the hunted, I guess. So, all right, well, Justin, clearly you don't have anything to add. <clears throat> well. I will say I will take Maxwell's side because he knows more about Alien than I do. Yeah, <laughs> and <enough>. you. <laughs> fair enough. All right. Well, um, so we talked about Blade Runner twenty forty nine ex- extensively in the beginning of the show. Uh, obviously, uh, this is a sequel to the original that was <laughs> maybe released. we did. Like, maybe we did. Maybe we did. Like, yeah. um, this was a sequel that was obviously released uh, to a movie that was almost thirty six years ago, which is crazy to think. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's got me really thinking about the success of sequels. Uh, it's not really something that that is easy to do and it's not something you necessarily see work all the time. Uh, most sequels are sometimes either lackluster, uh, or worse than the originals. Uh, but very, there's very few and far between that's as good as the originals, if not better. Uh, and that's what we want to kind of discuss today. Um, some of the ones obviously that didn't make it are, take a deep breath. You're going to speed through this. Speed 2, Cruise Control, The Matrix Reloaded, Son of the Mask, Caddyshack 2, Blues Brothers 2000, Robocop 2, Dumb and Dumber, uh, Teen Wolf 2, Caddyshack 2, Return to the Blue Lagoon, Weekends at Bernie's 2, Young Guns 2, Taken 2, plus all the others, Honey, I Blew Up the Kids, The Police Academy 2, and Dragon Age 2, GoldenEye Rogue Agent, Perfect Dark Zero, Resident Evil 6, Zelda 2, The Adventures of Link, Devil May Cry 2, Metroid Other M, Star Wars The Force Unleashed 2, and Turok Evolution. 
you know what? That was like a ninety nine percent success rate, and I that, that I'm very bad. proud of you. Um, when you said Teen Wolf two, and you said Caddyshack two, did you you didn't say Candyman two, did you? No, I meant to say Candyman two. I must have skipped completely think, over that. Yeah, I don't know what happened, but uh, I remember the first Candyman movie and. Enter Sandman from Metallica played in it and instantly was like, this movie's awesome. And that was also the 90s. I was a kid and it was just, you know, fantastic. Is there so I'm just going to open this up for discussion before we get into good sequels. Is there any on this list that you want to uh, dispute? Um, I think Dumb and Dumber is better than the original. That is. I'm joking. I'm joking. (laughs) I'm kidding. That really was a joke. Um, I actually, I would say that The Matrix Reloaded is better than The Matrix because it's not, but I also wouldn't call it a bad movie. And I think it had the best fight scenes out of all three. But but when I say you want it to be better than the original, oh, this is I guess where we we can talk about what we are defining a sequel. Oh, perfect. Okay, perfect. (laughs) So so let's go ahead and say okay so. The definition of a sequel is a published, broadcast, or recorded work that continues the story or develops the theme of an earlier one. Okay. So are we going to say... That's a gray area now. Are we going to say that a sequel is directly after the one before it or just in the same... It's the same universe. It's just more the story from the same universe. So it technically can be a prequel, but... So what was the game we had in question? Okay, Grand I Theft forgot. Auto Vice City. So would that be considered a sequel or a spinoff? I think it's it's a continuation. Well, shit, that's it tough. It's not the same years story. Before. It's just. <laughs> I always think ones after. I'm thinking like, of a sequel uh, as just being it's the same universe made by the same people. But then GTA 4 takes place in Liberty City and GTA 3 takes place in Liberty City, but they're both totally different Liberty Cities. I when I looked at it, I direct I, sequels like after. That's all the ones that I listed were directly after. Yeah. Yeah. So that was that was how I viewed it. Oh, you mean like after, like it was released after, not yeah, on the timeline correct. of it. I thought you meant on the timeline. No, 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 no. Directly after, created. Yeah. Yeah. So by that logic, um, Breath of the Wild is the sequel to Skyward Sword. I mean, it's not. <laughs> No, um, I don't know. This is tough because well, first of all, the Zelda games are already confusing with the timeline. Yeah, most, I, well, and I think that's where we gotta not consider timelines because also in any Mario game, there's no timeline. No. But you have Mario. What are you talking 1, 2, about? 3. I've been following that timeline because all the closely. ones that I listed were originals. Like it was the ones after yeah. the original. Right. Okay, I but, will just. We'll but just, we can debate this. We'll as debate we it as we go along. So basically, what we want to discuss is we want to discuss obviously movies and games. That nailed uh, being a sequel uh, that may even be uh, as good, if not better, than the original. So I see one on your list, and when you get to it, I'm going to stop and then argue the sequel thing again. Sounds good. All right. Okay, so uh, we're going to start with movies first. Maxwell. I think Aliens is better than Alien. That is, I would not disagree with you. I I would would not have an opinion. I think think a a lot lot of people people would, yeah, because... Aliens a horror movie. It's this, it's kind of like the game Isolation where it's just one alien hunting everybody down. Um, aliens is it's just like an action war movie and there's a lot of stuff going on. So I uh, to me I like them to equal levels. I, I that may not be fair to say because I just picked Aliens as the better one. <laughs> <laughs> what but as far as a sequel goes, Alien 
or Aliens is great, and then everything after that, it just isn't as good. Okay. All right. Uh, the next one that I had. And this, yeah. Why don't you read your next two? The next two? The uh, one the two next two that you put on there, yeah. Is this what you're going to debate? No, I'm saying because they're related. Oh, okay. Uh, the Dark Knight, which yeah. is obviously the second Batman movie uh, in the Christopher Nolan series. Yeah. Because uh, obviously the Joker, the storyline, how, how dark it is, it's amazing. And think people thought Iron Man 2 was better than that movie. <laughs> Seriously? It wasn't. No, it wasn't. Yeah, people think that. IGN oh. even ranked it the best comic book movie that year. I Who thought this was a conversation dark? that we had before. It may have been. I don't know. Iron Man 1, I think, is still one of the best comic book movies released. But anyways. Uh, and then Batman Returns, which is obviously the second Batman movie in the... Uh, Michael Keaton Tim, and the Burton Tim Burton. Tim Burton. Tim Burton verse. Yeah. You know what? That's actually one of the games I put on my Super Nintendo today. Nice. Oh, really? Yeah, I love that game. Nice. Nice. All right, Maxwell. Uh, uh, T2, you... Judgment Day. Uh, Much absolutely. better than the first one. And, and that's and I... some uh, ammunition for <coughs> James Cameron saying that Avatar 2 is going to be good. <laughs> I want to ask you this question, Maxwell, because I think that I've asked you this before, and it's a debate that... Many of my friends have had, and a few friends disagree with me. Better movie, Terminator 1 or RoboCop 1? Oh, wow. I think RoboCop 1... Oh, okay. Because I don't want to sway opinions here. Um, RoboCop 1 or Terminator 1? I am going to... It's RoboCop, I think. This is the reason why I pick, I think overall, in my mind, RoboCop is a better movie because I think people associate how good Terminator 2 is, and they just automatically think that Terminator 1 is better than RoboCop. I think that, I think that the, the, the way they think about Terminator 1 is skewed because Terminator 2 is so yeah. much better. Um, I just think overall RoboCop 1 is a better movie. Anyways, yeah. that's besides the point. Yep. Uh, you want to go ahead and give us your uh, next one there, Maxwell? RoboCop 3 and Terminator 3 equally bad, though. I think <laughs> exactly. we can agree. Exactly. Uh, um, so my next one was not Jurassic Park 2. <laughs> was that The Lost World, or was that... That's the third one, I think. Oh, okay. Um, actually, I'm not sure. I think Lost World is the second one. Yeah. That's one where the T-Rex makes it to New York or wherever, California or something. Yeah. Uh, and then Age of Ultron. Is also yes. not a best no. sequel. No. Um, Captain America Civil War is a better Avengers movie than Avengers 2. <laughs> Anyways. Um, Captain America Winter Soldier yeah, uh, is sure. by far leaps and bounds better than the original Captain America. I didn't like the first Captain America when it came out. I love the first Captain America. I love that setting. But you haven't made it to Winter Soldier yet, have yeah. you? Get out of here. Get out of here. I mean, I watched Winter Soldier before I did my rewatch, so maybe as I watch all of them, okay. maybe that will change, but I really like that. Because Winter period. Soldier is is probably still my favorite Marvel movie in the universe. Okay. Um, Justin? Uh, Empire Strikes Back. That's, yeah, I'm not going to argue that. Might I mean, be the greatest sequel, of, sequel all time. of all time. Next yeah. to Attack of the Clones, of course. But Yeah. yeah. Um, Lethal Weapon 2. Maxwell will probably agree. You've probably never seen Lethal. I have. Yeah, I'll have I agree. you. I agree. He saw. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, of course. Come on. <laughs> but yeah, Lethal Weapon 2, I think, is way better than the first. All right, Justin? Um, I think that the later Harry Potter movies, after they ditched Christopher Columbus, uh, became so much better, and I feel like they each got better as they went along. How many movies in did he get before they switched? Uh, he left after two. Okay. That was when, also when uh, OG Dumbledore died. 
Yeah, that's right. Uh, I like when the Harry Potter movies started to get that darker tone. The third one on, yeah. And yeah. each one, I feel like, just gets better than the last. Maxwell, have you seen all the Harry Potter movies? Uh, yes. Oh, actually, yeah. I've seen all of them except for the very first one, still to this day. And I don't know how that's possible. You could probably skip it. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> if you want me to give you a summary later, I will. But. Yeah. Um, I think I figured it out from watching, like... All the other, what, there's a total of eight of those movies? Yeah, so I watched eight seven movies, out of eight. Yeah. That's pretty good. That's not bad. Yeah. Uh, I'm going to say this one, and then I th- the more and more I think about it, the more and more I'm not sure. Whoa. No, I uh, think you're right. Yeah, okay. I think you are too. But this is where I'm also going to challenge you. Uh, Spider-Man 2. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Which and I, Spider-Man and ta- 2, though? Tobey Maguire. Okay. Spider-Man okay. 2. Uh, just because I think Doc Ock was one of the better villains in, in the show. Yeah. Uh, in the movie. And Godfather 2. Yeah. Okay, I'm going to challenge... I Not challenge you, but I want to bring up the sequel debate again for Spider-Man 2 because you did say in the same universe, right? In the same series of movies. Oh, uh, okay. I was going to say, does that mean that Amazing Spider-Man in your but that's eyes not the is a sequel universe. to Spider-Man 3? Is it yeah. Spider-Man universe? Yeah, but it's a different Spider-Man, which makes it's it a different... different film retelling. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. No. Also, uh, do we consider all of the Kevin Smith movies in the same oh, universe? Yeah, Would they then sure. be considered sequels? I will say that Clerks, well, Clerks 2 is two. not better than Clerks 1. Agreed. They're different types of humor. Yeah. The first one's more uh, uh, jokes and quirky lines of dialogue, while the second one's more visual. Have you seen Fanboys? No. Have you seen Fanboys, no. Maxwell? You both two need to watch that. If you like the Kevin Smith movies, it, oh, yeah. uh, it, it very much has that same kind of tone, but it's basically about these guys going cross-country to break into Skywalker Ranch to see episode one before it's released. Okay. It's really good. Y'all need to watch it. Sounds good. All right. Uh, so now we're going to get into What a disappointing game. ending that would have to be, though, if you broke in and got to watch it before it was released. <laughs> I All know, that right? work. Yeah. yeah. Uh, but there's cameos by several people, so you, you need to watch it. It's funny. Um, all right. So now we're going to get into the games portion. Um, so, <laughs> Maxwell, your first pick. My other one is a also a not- a good sequel. So, uh, not Super Mario 2 for the U.S. Yeah. version, of course. Uh, man, that, I mean, it's a fun game, but it is not Mario 1, and it is sure as hell not Mario 3, which would, right. I would then say Super Mario 3 is the better sequel. Exactly, because I think that Mario 2 wasn't even made by the same people, right? Right, it was Completely technically different. a bunch of Russian characters and Doki Doki Panic, I think was the original name. Oh, wow. um, and then it was just got mapped over, which I think is really interesting because it only got released for Westerners that way. And when Super Mario 2 released in Japan, that's the lost levels if you play mm-hmm. Super Mario All-Stars on Super Nintendo. Um, but I always think it's interesting that a lot of those things got pulled into later Mario games. Yeah, You, you know, there's a movie series that kind of did what Super Mario did, and that is Saw. <laughs> True. After the first Saw movie came out, they were so successful, they wanted to greenlight a sequel right away, but they didn't have a story. So Saw 2 was actually a totally different movie, and they just re- they tweaked a few things and made it Saw. Interesting. That's why it's so much different than all the other ones. And that's huh. what happened with Super Mario Brothers movie. It was going to be something else, yeah. and then it got tweaked. And then also the Street Fighter movie. <laughs> Doesn't it bother down. you that they can just say, you know what? We're going to just tweak this and make it something yeah. totally different. Well, Street Fighter was supposed to be, I'm pretty sure, a G.I. Joe movie. Yeah. And then got tweaked the, at the last minute and turned into a really bad video game movie yeah all right uh my next one is uh have you guys um ever played time splitter no Uh, no i have not i've always wanted to so time splitter is really good the first one's good but the second one for me that was a game that i had played uh because 
I think that was on the GameCube, mm-hmm. I believe. Um, but it was just a great game. You obviously time traveled, hence the name. But the game mechanics felt a lot like the original Goldeneye games, which just made it phenomenal. Um, it was just a fun little game to play. Uh, plus, you got to play through. You could be playing in the future one minute, and the next stage you're like back in the 50s, and your guns were all modeled after the 50s and stuff. It was just a really cool game. Sounds neat, um, though. Yep. Maxwell? Mine is, uh, my next was Super Metroid. Metroid was groundbreaking on the NES, um, but Super Metroid on the Super Nintendo was just... It broke even more ground. Yeah. 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 It did. I I booted it up on the SNES Classic, and I immediately loved everything about it, so... Because that game's so good. Did you? You you probably never played it. I've played it. I've never beat it. I I like how everything... You you probably never did it before. Hey, would you think the Samus Returns or whatever is better than Super Metroid? I haven't played it, I mean, so I don't which know. was technically a sequel from the NES because it was a Game Boy game, Metroid Two or whatever. What? Yeah, it was after Samus Returns or something like that, wasn't it? The sequel to that. That's what the new Maybe. one's called. Oh, just kidding. Yeah, you probably never played it. No, I haven't. <laughs> so we've we've covered that. Yeah. Um, all right. So Half Life Two. Um, Half-Life 2 is still regarded as one of the best PC games of all time. Uh, <laughs> I don't think it is. What I don't I like don't it for it. I mean time, I liked it, but it wasn't. The big thing is at the time, uh, it was groundbreaking as far as like the physics, the gameplay, yeah. all that kind of stuff. The story to me was never really the strong part. Uh, it was the physics, it was the puzzles, uh, and many PC nerds across the world are still waiting on a Half Life Three. So. I don't think they're, they're ever going to get it because th- yeah. at that point you're just going to disappoint somebody. They don't do threes. Yep. Yep. Oh, yeah. Right. No, they don't. Because Left 4 Dead 2 is made by Valve, and they never came out with a third one. Yep. That's a good point. And one that I'm going to add onto the list here. Oh, okay. I'm going to add it, actually. Huh? Portal 2. Oh, yeah. That was yeah. Oh, the yeah. first one. Much game. better than the first one. Oh, gosh. What's so sad is I never played the second one. Oh, it's better than the first one. <laughs> you probably never played it. <laughs> it's co-op, too, right? Yeah. Oh, man. And backwards compatible. Um, it- How about Halo 2? You want to talk about a groundbreaking game? Yes. Yeah, Halo 2 changed everything, and yeah. there were many, many hours of my life spent on that. It's so bad. When I s- studied abroad in Japan for a year, I found a used Xbox, and the, the 360 was coming out in a few months, as far as timeline goes. Mm-hmm. I found a, an Xbox and found Halo 2. Um, Japan's not big on their Microsoft products, by the way, or their Xboxes. Nope. Um, but I found one, and me and another guy lived in that dorm. Man, we just spent... A lot of time. I, I worked so hard to figure out how to get online with that thing so I could play some friends back home. But the dorms, they had a lot of stuff like lockdown. You had to register the IP and all that stuff, whatever. But Lame. God, that was so, so many hours and a lot of Mountain Dew. So many <laughs> LAN parties, I remember, with Halo 2 when yeah. actually everybody would bring their own TVs. Oh, and oh my gosh. <laughs> gosh. Awesome. Yeah, so. And this game was really big, I think, uh, sadly, when I was. Were we in? Yeah, we were in college, Maxwell, yeah. right? When this game yeah. came out? Yeah. So, all right, uh, Uncharted 2. Um, great game. I mean, obviously the first one is great, but Uncharted 2 really took a game that was already great and made it that much greater. Uh, story, graphics, gameplay was much tighter. Uh, but yeah, Uncharted 2, a PS4 exclusive. Yeah. Good. Uh, I'm going to cheat and add two more, sorry. Uh, okay. Mass Effect 2. Yes. Uh, probably the greatest game ever made, if we're being honest. <laughs> No, it's great. I mean, though. it's it's an incredible game for sure. It's near perfect. Yeah. yeah, it's oh my god. And then I also want to throw in The Witcher Three. Uh, the Witcher Three was remarkable. That's weird that you're throwing in a third title, a three. Yeah, we don't have many of those. Isn't that weird? 
That is weird. Yeah. Well, I never played the first Witcher, and I only played parts of the second Witcher. So technically, it's your second one. <laughs> yeah, it's two for me. <laughs> okay. I mean, Witcher three, but to, but to be fair, Witcher three is amazing. Yeah. Oh yeah. I definitely. mean, it's it's everything that a game should be. Yeah. Uh, all right. So I already said Grand Theft Auto Vice City. Um, I also want to add Red Dead Redemption, which is technically a sequel to Red Dead Revolver. Yep. Um, you can see that twice throughout the game when they make... You see one of the characters from Red Dead Revolver and you also hear another name mentioned. But uh, Red Dead Redemption is still one of the best Rockstar games ever released. came out in 2010. Uh, and I could still play that game to this day. And I'm looking forward to Red Dead Redemption Dose. Dose. <laughs> now, I'm really surprised that this one's on the list, Justin. Yeah, this is a game I, I don't really talk about a lot or write about it <laughs> too often, but I really felt that uh, my beloved... Um, SOCOM 2 should be on this list because like it was leaps and bounds. Yeah. Uh, I'm going to pour one out for SOCOM. Uh, no, it, <laughs> um, it was so much better than the, everything the first one did. So, And then they got worse after that. So, Yeah. Poor Zipper. Is it Zipper Studio? Zipper Interactive. Yeah. yeah. It was. Zipper yeah. Interactive. Rip. Yep. Uh, one game that I wanted to add. <laughs> Zip. Uh, <laughs> gotcha. <laughs> one of the games that I wanted to add uh, is Street Fighter 2. Um, because which iteration? No, well, that's what I was getting to say. So, um, Street Fighter One, nobody really cared about. Nobody ever really played. However, um, Street Fighter Two, which is probably one of the most re-released fighting games or game for that matter of all time, because you got like Street Fighter Two, Street Fighter Two Turbo, Street Fighter Hyper Turbo X to the second power, like. <laughs> <coughs> And at the time, it was one of the first fighting games that released a combo system. It was also another uh, one of the first fighting games to to release a grappling system and a uh, parry system. Um, at the time, I mean, it was pretty much one of the one of the first games that people actually had tournaments over, and they still have obviously tournaments to this day. Yeah. Uh, and this game is still getting re- re-released on consoles. I mean, this game not too long ago uh, came out for the Switch. So, you know, it's, it's, it's still popular on the forefront of everyone's minds. So, uh, well, that pretty much does it for this section. Um, we would love to hear if there's any games that you felt like we left off. Uh, if there's any games that we added that you felt like was utter garbage and you want to tell us about it. Or if you think Vice City is not a real sequel and want to let Travis know. Yeah. Just let me know. Tell me I'm wrong. I don't care. Yeah. He's Um, not going to read it. He can't read. But yeah. So, uh, Justin, uh, Conveniently enough, would you like to close this out? Uh, after we do our pick of the week, oh, <laughs> nobody yeah. else is joining me in that. I'm just nah, like, this is weird. I just, yeah, I just wanted you to be alone. Okay. Do you even have a pick of the week? I, I do actually. Oh, D, let's hear it. Yeah. Uh, well, we're not gonna sing the song. No, nah. not today. So, are we, is the song dead? I don't think dead. the song's dead. Oh, it's so sad. Pick of the week. We should do like a barbershop quartet. We need to get a fourth person in here, though. We'll just make Terry sit over there, and then we'll... Terry, come on. And then we'll do it. Anyway, my pick of the week this week is um, a little comedy TV series on NBC. Oh, Oh, yeah. The Good Deed. No. The Good Place. Oh, The Good Place. Oh, that's what you picked? What did you you think I was... Oh, keep going. Where'd you... No, no where did you think I was going? Yep, just keep that, going. That, that, is it your pick? Maybe. Go. Okay, it's not. Um, it is so good. I can't – like, so the first season was great. Uh, the second season is even better. Uh, I remember it kind of – it's very Parks and Rec-ish. 
Um, not as far as how the story's told, but just the kind of humor, because it's by the same guy who did it. Um, but the second season is just so sharp, and it's just perfect. I'm enjoying it. It's three episodes in, and I look forward... I usually don't watch TV the night it comes on. I usually wait and catch it the next day. I, <laughs> he just looked at me and coughed. Um, I I look forward to Thursday nights to watch this when it comes on. It's totally not the direction I thought you were going to go. Well, I'd like to hear which directions, but I think... Uh, well, my pick of the week, I th- and I was a little upset because I thought you were going to steal it, is uh, Will and Grace. Oh, yeah. I watched the first episode. It was fantastic. I haven't watched any more yet, oh, but man. I need to. It's such a good show, and it's just yeah. great to have back. And We've uh, restarted the um, the original. See, I never watched the original. Wow. The OG. I was, I was going to uh, obtain it through legal methods, but then the they put OG. it on Hulu. Yeah, so I'm gonna work through uh, getting caught up, and then I'm still watching the new version. It's gonna change your life. Sweet, yeah. the humor. So it's just, it's just great, man. It's yeah. So good. I this a- first episode was extremely political, though. Oh, it's fantastic. Which I enjoyed, but um, <laughs> that was gutsy, I think, on their end. But they did do that like thing with the election and after the election, those little shorts that they did. But uh, yeah. damn, it's just great. You know, you mentioned political. I'm sorry, real quick. We didn't mention the Wolfenstein ad campaign. Did you guys watch that? The video I sent uh-uh. you. They released a video of Wolfenstein Two, and it said "Not My America," and they're using the tagline "Make America Nazi Free Again." Oh, and people shit. are getting pissed off that they're doing that. I guess because maybe they feel associated. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, but, there's no reason to get mad unless you're yeah. A Nazi. Don't be a Nazi, and we're, we're fine. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, anyway. Uh, I, I want to get caught up on Will and Grace. I want to watch the OG Will and Grace and the new kids version. Uh, Travis. My pick of the week is Blade Runner 2049. Whoa. I know that I seem to like it more so than Maxwell, but uh, I think the biggest reason is is because I went into it not expecting to like it that much because I hadn't seen the original, uh, and I just thoroughly enjoyed it. So cool Yeah, enough. again, that's one of those movies that I just want to be in that world. I want to visit it. I want to experience it. Uh, I mean, obviously not like for the rest of my life because it's kind of scummy <laughs> and stuff. But yeah, <laughs> it's just there's so much future and technology and crazy, just you know, environment and everything. And oh man, I, that's another reason why I'm so pumped for Beyond Good and Evil. Yeah, did you realize that the guy at the very beginning of the movie was Dave B- Batista? Yeah, the guy Dave that- Batista. Yep. Yeah, I didn't realize that was him until afterwards, and I was like, oh man, I didn't recognize him because they they aged him so much. Yep. So, uh, but yeah, that was my pick of the week. Three solid picks. Yeah. We did it. Well, uh, thank you for listening. We look forward to hearing from you. As Travis said, be sure to let us know if there's any uh, games or movies that should have been added to the list or if Vice City is not a sequel. I'm really interested to hear what you guys say about that. Um, As always, you can like and follow us on Facebook, Twitter, Twitch, YouTube, Instagram, and Vidme. And you can email us at podcast at nerdswithmikes.com. And we also have a store. A link to that is on the website. Um, please uh, subscribe to this show, review this show, five stars, and share this show with your friends. Um, yeah, it's okay if a couple people unfriend you because you spam their news feed with nerds with mics. That's fine. It happens to me every day. They weren't your real friends to begin with. That's right. Nailed it. Uh, but anyway, so check us out. And does anyone else have anything to add? Nope. Sing us out. <laughs> I'm not going to sing us out. <laughs> okay. Okay.